Welcome in, Libra. (laughs) It's your turn to take a lap around. It's the September equinox today. Hi, everybody. Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thank you for stopping in and stopping by here to check out what's going on in the sky. We're pretty quiet except for the big one, and that is at 9.30 this morning, Eastern Time, the sun ingresses Libra. We say goodbye to Virgo and hello, Libra. And if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, that means cooler weather is ahead. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you're shedding winter and warmer weather is on its way. We don't have a lot of aspects with the sun today. There is a distant opposition to Chiron, and there is a trine to Saturn. So it's kind of interesting that as the sun ingresses Libra this year, 2020, that we've all been working on those wounded healer wounds from Chiron, have we not? And it brings in the theme of that trine with Saturn of structure and foundation. And those are two really good Libran characteristics, if the Libran can see past all the options (laughs) in order to get the structure built, because that's one of the things about this sign that is probably one of the most characteristic and prototypical things of Libras is because of the balance, the scale, the glyph, right, The, the balance scale, they love to weigh all the options, And Librans sometimes just need to make a decision and get going. But that's just a minor intricacy. I love this sign because, for one, it's an air sign. Second, it's a cardinal sign because it's on one of the, obviously, equinoxes or solstices. But what I really love about Libra is that it is ruled by Venus, Taurus, and Libra. And Taurus basically is kind of where we think about the money side of Venus, and Libra is a little bit more where we attribute the love and romance side of Venus. So we we get a beautiful picture both ways. So one of the other things about Libra and Venus and that connection is the theme of beauty. Librans want to be around beautiful things. Often they are beautiful people themselves. They are easy to look at. They're attractive or they have attractive characteristics. And by the way, you can basically take everything that I'm talking about, and if you have a Libra ascendant, or your Libra is your rising sign, you could say exactly the same things. A lot of people say in astrology that we're growing into, our soul is evolving into our rising sign from the perspective of our sun sign, if that makes sense. So it's always good to think of some Librans that you've encountered across your path. I think of a guy that I worked with in Dallas, a physician who was really a better businessman than doctor. I mean, he was good at both, and he did quite well building businesses. And hes uh, I I guess we could springboard from—his name is Scott. I'll just mention his first name, Scott. There's a lot of Scots in Dallas, so I don't think you'll find him. (laughs) But—well, I said doctor, but I didn't tell you what kind of doctor— But one of Scott's defining characteristics is he would be in a Starbucks at 7 a.m. having a meeting with somebody. His whole business empire was built basically at Starbucks networking. And that's one of the things about Librans is they have a thick Rolodex. They are connected to their friends. They are connected, period. Very social air, that, that transmission, that quality of communication. 
And Scott was a communicator. He did a lot of television work and was handsome. So there's the attractiveness package. Smart, intelligent. He never slowed down enough to become a good decorator. So the decorator side of him never never danced. He left that to his wife. <laughs> they were actually uh, both Librans. They were born about 10 days apart. Now, if you got to know Scott fairly well, one of his challenges was a typical Libran challenge. And that is in the tendency for things to be perfect, you tend to gloss over problems. So Librans don't spend a lot of time focusing on the details and the nitty-gritty. And boy, that was Scott. He wants the he wants the boom, 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 boom. Hit it fast and hard and keep on moving. Now, another shadow element of Libra also came out with my friend, and that is a fixation on self. And, you know, you could prototypically say, well, doctors are that way. I know a lot of doctors who are not that way. Although doctors are in a demanding profession where they are uh, counted on to be the authority, so they assume that role. But you know, when you, you you know what I'm talking about, when there is just a fixation on one's self, and Scott definitely had that. Librans, boy, they want peace, they want harmony, they want pleasing environment, and they're they also are often involved in the arts. Now, my friend Scott wasn't. But he was involved in the art of medicine, certainly. So his piano was uh, the study of medicine. But Librans, it's very, very important for them to find that harmony. And when they don't have that harmony, they are disrupted. And boy, you can tell. I always like to go through the relationship piece of the chart. This is the same formula all the way through. Basically, you just take a look at the chart I like to do this in whole sign because it just makes the houses really easy to see. You can count from there. So if you take Libra and then you go on either side, the next houses on either side, I call them the yeah houses, maybe. But, you know, the chances are eh, there might be a little more conflict than you're looking for. And if you're a Libra, you don't want that. So those would be Scorpios and Virgos. Now, the next two houses over, ding, 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 because those are sextile, 60-degree houses. So that would be Sagittarius and Leo. So if you're dating or looking for a partner and you are a Libra, you might pick your ears up, (laughs) Mr. Spock, if you uh, come across a Sagittarius or Leo. And then as we go to the next two on either side, definitely nyeh. Those are the square houses, Cancer and Capricorn. Sorry, guys, if you're chasing a Libra, you better go hunt in a different field. All right, then we got the next two, and those are the trine signs, and those are the ding, 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 and they're both air, Gemini and Aquarius. Go figure. How did that happen? (laughs) But those are often quite compatible, and you have to be careful because you are dealing with the other two air signs so that you don't get stuck in that air over-compatibility. And then the final two are yeah, Pisces and Taurus. And I'm not making a slight on any relationship that has worked for 50 years that are in one of the eh houses. I'm just saying people like to ask, what should I look for if, I'm, if I am looking for a relationship? And that's the way I like to just do it quickly. Now, there are so many other things. But when people like to ask about astrology, well, there you go. That's, that's just a quick way to do it to see if you might pair up in the most favorable way. 
Thanks so much for listening today. Happy birthday, all you Librans. We'll just catch all 30 days of you almost in one swoop. And thank you for bringing some cooler weather to the Northern Hemisphere.